Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is Not So Critical Critics. Uh, with me always, we got Ann and Tucker. Hi. Hey, Ben. So, um, Tucker, I'm just going to give you the reins. Alright, so for the for the podcast we listen, listen to, we watched Pan's Labyrinth, which is a film directed by Guillermo del Toro. Um, nice. Yeah, and it was made in 2006, and it takes place in Spain... 1944, during the fascist revolution they had going on. All right, so we need to start out with something really quick. Um, so, did you guys watch the movie? Did you like it? Did you guys watch the movie? Yes, I watched the entire movie. Oh, that's right, because I just watched it with you, <laughs> yep, Ben. Yep, Tucker, we just watched it uh, no less than 20 minutes ago. Yeah, and we, you know, Ben made this great dinner for us. It was like chicken and pasta sauce and these... Uh, what type of noodles were they? They were cut-up lasagna noodles. Yeah, and it, it was really delicious, Ben. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Tucker. It I was, appreciate you saying you appreciate it. Yeah, it was really good. What I about pre- you, Ann? <laughs> I appreciated your dinner. I thought it was good. Wait, just to be clear, Ann, were you here for the movie part of the evening? I was not. I watched ah. it last night, mm. and how, I'm not going to lie. I didn't like it. Okay. I wasn't right. a fan. No, 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 no. But no. How, how much did you watch? Um... About an hour and a half into it. You and said you got to the point where the guy was... Oh, um, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. And okay. for all our listeners out there who may not have the two hours to watch this... Great, I don't. It's a great watch. No. You should watch it. Uh, I disagree. Can you can you give a brief synopsis of what <laughs> yeah, you yeah. think this movie was about? Yeah, what is the core element of this movie? Okay, just well, just I paint thought... a picture. Paint a picture for Ow. us. I thought it was more about the Spanish Revolution and... Um, Ophelia, the the little girl that's the main character, I thought of was more about her story and her struggle of being the captain's stepdaughter and all the bad things that were happening and how he was an evil man and all these innocent people were killed and that, like, this other world was, like, an escape from her from this reality that was terrible and terrorizing innocent people and that she could escape and go to this other world. Did you read that somewhere? That's actually... <laughs> no! It's actually, I, it's actually incredible. Uh, actually, yeah. Anne just made that up two seconds ago. Because that, Well, that's what it was about. You know, like, think about... It's kind of like parallel to, like, the Holocaust. Like, all these people, like, would escape from these terrible you, things. You know what happened? You know what happened? Anne watched the movie, prepared, like, crazy <laughs> no, I, for it, and was yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna act like I didn't watch no, it. No, but, like, and, like I'm not kidding. You know, this little girl, like, reminded me of, like, Anne Frank with her short hair and how they were hiding in the attic instead of that mm-hmm. she was hiding under the floorboards in this other world. Other dimension. And I'm and, I'm so upset that I'm, I'm loving not, all the things that you're saying. I, I'm not <laughs> done. Keep going. And um, well, obviously, I thought it was like really awful. Like the mo- okay, do I have to give a backstory? You can do whatever you okay, want. Okay, so and I thought it was really you awful. Just keep this thing so, rolling. Keep the train so running. Her mom was pregnant. Yeah. By this captain. This captain was this evil, evil man who would just kill everyone. Like literally, shoot him in the head. Shoot him in the head. If if they were almost dead, shoot him in the head. Sorry, I'm getting really excited. But the mom yeah, was keep on was on. pregnant, and I was, like, scared the whole time because he was like, if it comes down to it, save the baby, don't save her. And, you know, medicine then wasn't as good, and she's bleeding out, and she's sick, and all these terrible things Well, he was happened. really smart and killed the doctor, you know, the person that was going to Yeah. The only one that can help them, obviously. Yeah, so I didn't like that part of it um, because, you know, obviously it was really sad and terrible. Was it obviously really sad? Yeah, shut up. But I didn't understand because, like, back then, like, if you were a widow, <clears throat> whatever, like, she was a widow with a child, like, wasn't that really frowned upon? So why would the captain marry her and wife her up? Maybe she thought... Do you know what I mean? Maybe but wasn't that, was like, hot. like, if they were in, if they were in Spain, like, 
you know, they're probably Catholic, and, like, that's real frowned upon to have a kid, you know what I mean, out of wedlock, and then he married her. Well, I don't know if it was out of wedlock, but... Absolutely. But I do, you know I what do I mean? I not think it was out of wedlock, because no. her a, father was a tailor, and then he died. I totally thought when we were watching the movie that... Cause Wait, when we were watching we, the movie, we, whoa. We, whoa, whoa. I, mean, I totally thought when I was watching the movie that the okay. baby was going to be a girl because he kept the whole time, like, my son, my son. And he was like, you don't mm-hmm. know the sex. And I was like, dude, yeah. it's going to come out and be a girl. But then it didn't. So that mm-hmm. wasn't a plot twist. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't a plot twist. Uh, I think no. that's all the things I had to say for now. So, wait. So, uh, there's your synopsis. What? Why didn't you like it? Yeah. Well, for one, okay, I'm going to sound dumb when I say this, but, like, no. I'm trying to read subtitles and watch at the same time and... They would say it, and then there's like a you know quick second you have to read. You know what I mean? Okay, like, that's uh, and that's I understandable. I took French in high school, and like we would watch movies in French, but I I could understand some of what they were saying, but mm-hmm. I don't know any Spanish. You know? Couldn't you like read it and look at it at the same time? It's kind of um, like do you get confused when you read books? <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going, but like I was I was trying to do other things while I was watching it. Well, there's your problem. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. trying to do chores while you were watching. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, didn't get home till seven o'clock last night. Well, okay. Sometimes you All have right. to make sacrifices. Fair enough, fair enough. I can understand that if you are doing something and then just casually looking at the subtitles while sort of glancing at it. Well, then it would also be the other reason I didn't. Okay, there's a few reasons I didn't like it. One, I didn't like reading subtitles. Number two, I didn't like that the pregnant mom died and that the captain was such a terrible person. I don't like seeing people get killed. Number okay, three, uh, I'm not done. No, 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 no. And you got, we got to stop at point number two, okay? okay? Yeah, so... In life, aren't people cruel? Aren't some people cruel? Everybody yes, is not... Yes, I know. The world's not sunshine and rainbows. It's not and land where everyone's all happy <laughs> and giggly all the time. Every once yeah. in a while, you get a boss who just crushes people's faces in with a bottle. Yeah. Okay, well, just, just because they might or might not I'm sorry, it just was upsetting to me. Did you see that part? Where he bashed the guy's face in, with the, the wine face in with the bottle oh, in the first, mind. like, you know, ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. Usually. No. It didn't happen in the first ten minutes. It, it happened pretty early this on. Is a, this is a trick question. You're seeing if I watch the movie, you're going to ask no, me. It seriously not happened in the first ten minutes. Yeah, I don't remember. With the rabbits. I, they capture the two farmers and they're like. Oh, yeah. He and the guy's like. He, no, he's like, beep, 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 Yeah, that's literally why I said he bashed his face in. Yeah, but it was like continuous. I didn't like that either. Oh, but it didn't kill him. Then he shot his father, and then shot him. Like, yeah. dang, calm down. Yeah, I don't chill, 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 chill. And I was creeped out by some of the creatures, and I was home alone, so it was like really freaking me okay. out. Okay, I, I told you, I told you it wasn't scary. That's but. the other reason. <laughs> when I you didn't... say the creatures, are you talking about that? Yeah, yeah so the guy the with the eyes oh, in his man. hands. That the was guy? the best. The no, guy. him and, and the other guy. The fawn? You you got creeped out by the fawn? Yeah, well, I was home alone, and, okay. and I, I, I turned the lights off. did you see the ending? Yeah. Uh, and I was wait, 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 wait. So how did the movie end, Anne? With credits. No, no, no before oh, the no, credits. No, well, before, what was the final scene? Before, what happened? I told you, I fell asleep. Oh, my goodness. We talked about this. Okay, so, honestly, I was sucked into the... The, the underworld, oh, so yeah. to speak. Oh, yeah. Like, the trials, the three trials, the toad. Do you, do you remember the toad, Anne? The toad that lived underneath the tree? Yeah. No? No. And I'm telling you. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm so were, much trouble. So basically, what happened was... They're kicking me out. Uh, there's this girl, Ophelia, who is Princess... Supposedly Princess... What was her name? Moana? Moana. Whoa, ironic. Disney totally stole that. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Moana. Yeah. Regardless, um, she, like we said earlier, she gets sent to this this mill where uh, this her supposed 
uh, stepfather, this captain guy, has like ordered her. No, no, you call him father. Oh yeah, you yeah. call him father. Yeah. Uh, they just get sent there, and she's just exploring the grounds. And well, before they even get there, she she encounters the fairy. Correct. In, correct. Because she finds that that weird eyepiece that goes to the statue, mm-hmm. and then the fairy comes out. Mm-hmm. And her and, mom's like, "Stop." talking about fairies yeah yeah her mom's like grow up and i mean ophelia yeah ophelia <laughs> they're ophelia. taking her childhood yeah. away <laughs> yeah so let's lay out the first trial yeah well okay so she stumbles upon this she follows the fairy into the labyrinth mm-hmm. she gets down to the bottom of like the it looks like a well almost yeah and there's like a, there's like a statue in the center and out of nowhere this weird guy aka the fawn just kind of slowly turns around and kind of like unearths himself like he was, you know, a living statue yeah. and was like, ah, princess, you have returned. Yeah. She's like, what? Like, princess, no. Like, I'm I'm, and he's like, oh, yes, you are. You are the chosen one. You are like a mortal. Like, you finally returned. Your father is waiting for you. Yeah. And she's just like. What? What are you talking about, you crazy fawn? And he's Which, like, to be honest, though, how did she not get freaked out that she saw this yeah, like crazy this, this... wood looking fawn? Because like, it's a movie, Tucker. And no, that's it's real life. Maybe because the eyes didn't freak her out. We're not at the eyes yet. She saw the fawn. Uh-oh. So yeah, she's with this fawn. He's got these weird like ram horns mm-hmm. and uh, these hooves. You know, Mister Tumnus. Yeah. Well, he, I think he's a fawn as he well. He is also a fawn. Yeah. She, have you ever seen that movie? Do you know what we're talking about? No. Narnia. <clears throat> oh, wait. Yeah, that was the only thing I wanted to say. Remind me of that, but continue. Well, I'll get into that. Don't worry. Sorry, Don't worry. continue. So he then proceeds to give this girl a book, mm-hmm. and the book was called... Oh, I have no idea, but it's a book. I forget. He yeah. called it, like, this, like the the way of, like, the connector or something. like. I forget the actual name of the book. <laughs> We're going to call I'm it sure the configurator. I'm sure it'll be in an email shortly. Yeah. Uh, an email, hopefully. And he he gives this book to her, and he was like, when you're alone, open this book, and it will show you the way on how to get back to your father. You will need to complete three trials. Mm-hmm. And of course, she's like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, this is all I ever dreamed of. She opens this book when she gets home, and it's just like, it's all blank. And she has to look at it when she's alone. Yeah, she has to yeah. look at it when she's alone. And then all of a sudden, you, you start to see all this stuff get written on it, and it's like, hey, you need to like complete these complete yeah. this first task. Yeah, so let's run through the three tasks really quick. Okay. What's the first ta- task, Anne? You don't remember the first task? No. Hmm. She's okay. Gonna, she's got to take these three little balls, okay? These little like, marble-looking balls, yeah. you know? And she's got to stick them into this, this giant toad's mouth. The toad is living underneath this... A dying tree, and yeah. the only way this tree can flourish again is if this giant toad that's living underneath it uh, dies by swallowing three rocks. Yeah, and it will give her a golden key when she, when she does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. So, like a little boss, she is. Oh, by the way, did you see? Um, remember, she was wearing the nice dress during that scene. Yeah. That that was like a throwback to uh, Alice in Wonderland. That dress. Oh, really? Yeah, because because the movie is like a fairy tale. Mm. That, like, there's a lot of throwbacks to world. to yeah different worlds. So Alice in Wonderland, and then she had red shoes on at one time, like, like Wizard of Oz. Exactly, like Dorothy. Oh, at the end there, yeah. yeah. And like you were saying before about um, Narnia. Yeah, Narnia. I mean, I don't that's know what I, mean, I thought when I first watched is, it. Just a, a pretty generic creature, I understand, but yeah, there's just a, a lot of a lot of themes towards other yeah. other fantasy worlds. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. She goes into this tree. It's filled with bugs mm-hmm. and mud and mud. Gross. Things. She finds the toad. The toad just kind of like licks her. It really wasn't an altercation. I thought there was gonna be more like to a fight. it. Yeah. She basically just kind of let the toad. She 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 like crumbled she, up one of the bugs to look like a rock. Mm-hmm. So the toad would think that they're all rocks and then mm-hmm. they're all bugs. And then she eventually just let the toad eat the rocks. Out of her hand. Out of her hand. Yeah. And it made some weird glowing plasma on the ground <laughs> that there was a key attached think, to. Do you think that trial stood for anything? Like, do you think Because it seemed like each trial, she had to, like, prove something, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think, and Like, what do you think that trial proved? Just think. Like, what do you think? Know. Like, if you had to go underground, like, what do you think you'd be proving? You think you'd be proving, like, courage? Yeah, sure. Courage. Right. Anyway, I I think it, it proves her courage because yeah, she's, she's courage. taking this like risk of going into this place she's never gone before, and doing something that she's never done before. And she it. literally says like while she's down there, she says, "I'm not afraid of you." Yeah, she, she's overcoming. She's like, I'm not you know? scared of you, giant tortoise, demon toad thing spawn. That's, that's three <laughs> times the size of me. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So she gets this key. She goes back. Uh. The Let's fawn, just go right to the second trial. The, What's the yeah, second the fawn trial? visits her and is like, oh, great job. You have two yeah. more trials to complete before the full moon. Yeah. So she, uh, the second trial, he's like, he talks to her and he says, okay, for this task, he gives her a piece of chalk. And he's like, so for this task, you're going to go to a place that is unlike any place you've seen before. Mm-hmm. It contains people that are not humans. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and they slumber. Do not wake them. Well, he's like, do not wake them. And do not eat anything. Do not drink anything. Yes, it says there will be a great feast, but do not eat anything or drink anything, whatever. Yeah. So she's like, oh, okay, great. And she has to use the key to open up. Correct. So. And find the mini knife. So she makes, <laughs> she draws this uh, box um, with chalk. Yeah, and it's a door to this other this and, other place. And it's a door, and she just pushes the wall open. And she goes through, and it's... But another stipulation is she has to get out by the time the hourglass... Correct. She has ...drops its last grain of sand. So, it honestly... I mean, it, it looks like hell. Yeah. Actually, if you look, the room that she goes into, the room... It, it's uh, similar to the room that all the army soldiers are eating at. It's like a feast, and that's in the same place. Yeah. So, it's it looks like the same place, just she's going into it into, like, a different dimension, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I thought that was really cool, like... Like, the table and, like, the, the scene was shot, it's like, exactly It's the all same. kind of identical, just... Yeah, just ones in the underworld. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, she goes in there, and possibly the most disturbing image... Yeah, and can you just describe this, this thing with the eyes for us? Okay, at first, it kind of reminded me of... Remember in the last Harry Potter, when Voldemort's... Um, curled up is like fetus Voldemort, and he's all bloody. And like he's, the heaven type yeah, things. and he's all he's underneath the bench, yeah. and he's got like no skin, and he's just like a fetus. Yeah, baby. so picture that, but bigger and like tan, like skin colored, yeah, and saggy, and no eyes, but he's like two little cutouts for his nose and a creepy mouth, and he's just like making weird noises. And, yeah. Yeah, so basically this guy, he's got these big fingernails, and he's just sitting on, he's just he's just standing there. Or sitting there, I should say, on this table with his hands out. And she goes over, and she sees these three keyholes, and all the fairies are like, oh, put it in the middle key. And she's like, okay. 
And then she's like, wait, just kidding. I'm going to put on the left <laughs> yeah. one. Not really sure why. Yeah, like, they didn't really give an explanation there's no, why. She just, she just felt that Because she not... does what she wants. She's got yeah. her own willpower. Okay, yeah. but the... You didn't think the fawn would lead her astray. The fawn was like, the fairies will show you where to go. Yeah. Whatever, and they died. Yeah. So, <laughs> she she puts in the, the left keyhole, and she pulls out this dagger, and she's walking away. But as she's walking away, for whatever reason, she's like, wow. She those, tempted. Those grapes look fantastic. Yeah. They look to die for. There's mm-hmm. literally water droplets on them, and she's probably like, wow, that's probably so exploding with yeah. flavor. This feast, though, was like, like you said, it was like Harry Potter when, like, everything you wanted just would just magically appear. Yeah. It looked like the best feast you could ever have. Mm-hmm. So, she picks up this grape. As she's picking up the grape, the fairies are like, nah, what are you doing? Put that down. Stop. Yeah. Did you not remember that this weird-looking demonic thing over here is probably gonna, you know, ironically wake up as you yeah. bite this? And she's like, nah, it's fine. Get out of my way. She eats one. And all of a sudden, you see like the fingernail move, and you're like, "Oh man, here we go." It's good. It's gonna come. Then more. she eats it another one. It picks up one. its eyes. It was yeah. so. Weird. She eats another one. Then it picks up its eyes off the plate, sticks it in its uh, palms. Yeah. And then puts its palms where your face would be, and then opens its hands, <laughs> and then just starts walking after, just in this like shrieking yeah. sound, the like, creepiest walk of all time. So the fairies go over to it. He grabs two of the fairies, bites their head off. And he's just got this bloody mouth of just, like, just horror. Yeah. And she's, like, running away. She ends up uh, not getting out in time. And the original door she made closes. So she has to take the chalk out and draw a new drawer on the ceiling, a new door on the ceiling, and push through it yeah. to escape. So she does this. Yeah. So Ben, what do you think? Like that second trial. Like, what was it? What was she trying to prove, or what was what was the trial? You know, like probably. You think it's temptation? Yeah, I would say <laughs> temptation because she definitely failed that. Yeah. Hardcore. Well, yeah. The fawn then tells her that she failed, and that you know she she can't be the princess. She's not the princess. She's going to be a human because she's she's giving into her human instincts instead of becoming this you know otherworldly princess. This fawn went from being super cool to like fatherly scalding yeah. her like you will never you will you will your body will get old and you will die here as a human yeah. and you will forever be just like worthless <laughs> she's like no give me another chance no i didn't i didn't mean to like uh and he was like nope you're done see you later and then just disappeared into the shadows yeah so then um the third trial the third trial is one that is interesting to say the least. Yeah, it's almost the the the, the pinnacle of the movie where you, you can't tell if the fawn has actually been a good guy or bad like a bad guy to her yet. You know, it's almost Correct. like it, the movie's slowly been getting darker and darker, and the 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 otherworldly stuff has been getting. What's that word that we we talked about before? Ethereal? No, no. What was it? Um, it was uh, from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, um, the, the cult. The yeah, occult cult. side of this. The occult. <laughs> Stop stealing my words. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned this or not, but uh, her mom did have the child, and it was a boy, mm-hmm. but then she died in the process. Yeah. So that, now there's the baby boy, and you kind of see some foreshadowing of this earlier on in the movie because on the stone pillar in the bottom of the well, there's a picture, and it looks like the fawn, a girl, and a baby. Mm-hmm. And the fawn, and she's like, who is that? And the fawn's like, oh, well, that's me, and that's you. 
and then she goes, "Who's that?" And then he hands her a piece of chalk. Yeah, and just and then goes, "Okay, it. here's the second trial," and yeah. doesn't like <laughs> you know say, "Hey, that's your baby brother that you know yeah, you're I'm gonna, gonna take have." From you. So, anyways, he says you need to bring the boy, and then we can all go like together, you know, sell it somewhere like that. She's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, sweet." So she grabs this baby, and she's running into the middle of the maze. Meanwhile, all rebellion. The re- this there's and the that. rebellion. All hope is lost. The captain is like all Had his of, face sliced open. All of his. Yeah, he turns into like a half Joker. Like, yeah, he got he got messed literally up. half Joker. Like yeah. half of his face. Yeah, and like all hell's breaking loose. People are dying. There's like none of the actual. Um, authority left. The captain's like the last person. The rebellion, the the rebels are taken over, and he goes to find his baby, his son, and sees that his stepdaughter has him, and she like poisons him, but it wasn't enough to actually like kill him. So he's just like slowly yeah, he stumbling. Goes through a lot. He got poisoned. Yeah, he got face cut sliced up. open. He so- My, meanwhile he just sewed his face. Back oh together like five yeah, minutes before crazy. this happened, and then drank after. This which guy's makes sense to like. This guy's, this guy's pain tolerance is so high. Yeah, I mean so he's a real high. dick, but like, yeah, he can really uh, stick in there. Yeah. Regardless, so <laughs> he is chasing the stepdaughter Ophelia with their son, who I don't think it was ever named. It was named after him, the captain. Mm-hmm. Remember, he said, "You'll have my father in my name." Oh, uh, correct, correct. Um. So Ophelia has a son. She finally makes it to the center to find the fawn. The fawn is standing there with the knife that she got from the second trial in his hand in a very sacrificial manner. Mm-hmm. You know, you're ready to stab something. Yeah. And he's like, give me the child. And she's like, why do you need the child? And he says, we must sacrifice innocent blood to make it to the... To open the gate. To open the gate to, see your, to see your father, you know? And she's like, no, you will not sacrifice my brother. Yeah. And he's like, your brother, what are you talking about? This is some little twerp that you've barely been around. You know, you don't even know this person. And she's like, I will not let you do this. So then as this is happening, uh, the captain comes up behind her. And this is the first time you ever see um, the, the kind of figment world and the real world other than Ophelia at the same time time mm-hmm. and you see that like no one else can see these yeah, just her, these creatures just ophelia. it's just ophelia mm-hmm. so ophelia turns around he's there he's like give me the child so she just gives it to him and then he shoots her mm-hmm. and as she's dying she like falls her like hand kind of falls into the well mm-hmm. and ironically this is the scene that the movie starts out. Yeah. The very opening scene. Oh, yeah, the blood. And you the see her blood running down from her nose. But it was nose. going back into her. It was going back in in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. You're like, oh, what is this? And I completely forgot about it until I saw it, and I was like, oh, wait. It was really short. It wasn't very long. Yeah, it was about maybe five seconds in the beginning. And the blood runs down there, and you're like, ah, oh, okay, this like this all makes sense now. Like, she is the, she is the sacrifice mm-hmm. that, like, needs She's to happen. Yeah. She's the innocent blood, you know. And then it it you sort of see the, the the camera start to get lighter, and it like it pans down, and she's like entering this other world mm-hmm. as like the princess, and she like 
steps up and, and she sees her parents she sees her parents yeah and but it's not like her mom it's it's the it's, it's the like it looks like an image of her mom but as a queen yeah and her i would assume it's like, her father they had like white hair and i'm assuming mm-hmm. yeah what her tailor father looked like or something like mm-hmm. that and there's like a third place right on the throne like in there and they're like you will sit with us and you will like rule and like you kind of feel like they, it was supposed to be like a heaven representation yeah almost. that see that's that's something i wanted to bring up because they keep mentioning the underworld mm-hmm. and a lot of these tasks seem very very hellish mm-hmm. yeah but then you get to the end and you're like wait this is like it's like almost the opposite this is the opposite this is yeah. like this is like a this is like a valhalla sort of place you mm-hmm. know like everyone's cheering them on everyone is there like it's this is like great like she's everything is gold yeah you know it's like oh you finally made it to and the fawn looks and the fawn's there with them too yeah and the fawn doesn't look like old Scary. and earthy yeah. he like Looks he has like young. normal horns and like whatever, and um, he's like, "Oh, you passed the test! Like you are the innocent blood that um, that needed to be sacrificed. Like, you sacrificed yourself over sacrificed. an innocent. <laughs> correct, yeah. correct. Like she passed the third trial. But then, and then it flashes back to the real world, and everyone's like so sad that she's just there, murdered on the ground. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, she's kind of happy. She's like, I don't know how to feel at the end of the movie. That's like, because yeah. the reality was hell for her. You know." Yeah. Oh, and dropping bombs, man, yeah. Yeah. So so reality was hell for her, and that was her escape. Yeah. Just like you said at the beginning. No, yeah. I'm not making fun of you, Anne. Reality was honest. hell, and the captain, once he died, she was, like, set free. Mm-hmm. But she was also dead. Yeah, but then she yeah. didn't have to experience what yeah. was going on out in the mm-hmm. world. Yeah, but anyway, you, the captain gets... Caught by by the resistance. Yeah, the rebels come back and they, they just, just shoot, shoot him in the face. Like, <laughs> it was pretty rewarding. Well, because well, so so he, the captain carries his pocket watch with him that yeah. you see, and you see the pocket watch is cracked. Mm-hmm. Remember the story at dinner? Correct. Yeah. And at dinner, one of the people were like, "Hey, I knew your father," mm-hmm. and uh, and do you remember this story? Yeah, and he's like, "Your father said when he was killed, he said this watch will stop at the time I'm like time of death," mm-hmm. but he was like, "No, that's not true." But it's because he had the watch or yeah. clock, right? No, did I get that wrong? Yeah, I mean, basically, he, the outside of the watch was completely like cracked because his father like shattered it on like the time of his death, so that mm-hmm. everyone would know the time he died or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, and he made a reference to him, be like, "That's how real men die," kind of like calling him a coward. Mm-hmm. because he's like oh we'll just wait here like we'll ration stuff and we'll wait we'll wait him out like we're not gonna fight him like we're just gonna sit here and wait and then eventually the rebels all came in and just screwed him anyways but he was like please tell my son the time that I died mm-hmm. and he's like please tell him and then she's just like no no, no. and she's no. <laughs> and she's like your son, your son will, never will never know your name yeah and then that and then you know, this guy shoots him right in below the eye socket, and then he dies. Mm-hmm. It was right here on the cheek, and then I was like, "Did that kill him?" And then he saw him. I was like, "Oh yeah, I killed him." Yeah, he finally yeah. died. But in all, I mean, I I yeah. love the movie. Yeah. So in the movie, there was a lot of sacrifices, right? There correct, was the correct. doctor sacrificed himself to try to help the resistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the captain, who seemed to sacrifice himself for his child. Yeah. The mom, Ophelia, Mercedes, a lot of characters. So which sacrifice was the most compelling? you Oof. and which like left the biggest impact or which 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 was which was the hardest sacrifice and which made the biggest impact for you that is a good question and this this may take us on a whole different tangent 
which I don't know if we want to explore right now, but to me, in my mind, I think, okay, was this all in her head? Was this all made up? But the whole story? Like, was this whole, like, was it, like what Anne said earlier, was this just her way of escaping the fact that she didn't want to be there? Mm-hmm. Because if that's true, I feel like her sacrifice doesn't matter. If it doesn't matter or is lessened? Maybe just lessened. Yeah. Because she's still kind of... But I mean, what does she sacrifice herself for? Kind of herself when you think about it, right? I mean, but she, she didn't really, like... She's just sacrificing herself to become a goddess. And then if that didn't actually happen, then what was she even doing? Just trying to get away from the pain? Exactly. That's why I'm thinking... Because, like... She if, was going to escape with the resistance. I don't really understand. Yeah, if there was no... If this actual, like, other world, like you know, didn't exist, then she pretty much just killed herself for no reason. Yeah. Because she was going, I guess she wouldn't have known that she was going to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted, I guess she, hmm, I guess talking it out now, she still saved her brother in doing so. In a way. Because if she way. didn't pull her brother, her brother probably would have died somehow. Yeah, the captain would have taken The captain probably would have like, yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, hmm. Yeah, so who that's a good question. Honestly, I really like the doctor. Mm-hmm. I really like the doctor's sacrifice, especially because you could tell he was just a he was just a good person. Yeah, I mean, do you, was he helping the mom? I know he was getting rid of the sleeping pills, but didn't it seem like they were poison or something? Or do you think they were just sleeping like no, sleeping drops? I think they were. It was honestly, it was probably some type of like painkiller. Mm-hmm. because he was like, okay, take two of these, but don't take more than two drops. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it would help, like, yeah, help you, you know, numb the pain or whatever, because then she put, like, the whole bottle into his thing, and then he was getting all, like, loopy and crazy. Well, the reason I asked is because remember how um, Ophelia got that root in the in the milk, and she put it underneath of her mom? And, yeah. And he told Ophelia to make her mom not take any anything that anyone's been giving her. Yeah. And she got better as she didn't take anything. Uh-huh. And so I didn't know if maybe the doctor was was poisoning her, and then because she wasn't taking anything, she was getting better. But that would be more along the lines of the root, all this being fantastical and exactly, uh, yeah. So that would be along, yeah. I understand what you're saying. So she was just, he was just like, but I don't think he would do that though. Yeah, he didn't seem. He seemed like he was trying to help. He seemed like a good everyone guy. As much as I don't think he would have been actually him. giving her like you know poison because he's like i'm gonna do it the best i can mm-hmm. it's not like there's anything in it for him to kill her yeah but anything, i would just piss the doctor off and then or piss the captain off and he would get killed and then right? he would just kill the doctor which he did I mean, anyways <laughs> but yeah oh uh, yeah that was uh, that was kind of cool with the vial how he found the vial and then he slowly pieced it together yeah, yeah yeah all right um another question is making the right decisions even at the hardest and most difficult times a lot of the characters had to make really tough decisions. Kind of, not, you know, sacrifices is different, but, like, they'd make these tough decisions. Like, like eat the grapes or not eat the grapes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> which is so silly. But but it is tempting. Like, you know, that's, like, a real human problem to be tempted with these just things that you don't need, but, but they look they look good. They look like you want them. Yeah, that's that's one thing that, uh, it's it's like the the everyone has twenty twenty hindsight mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, you look at that and you're like, I can't believe someone did that. It's so stupid. And then you do the same thing, you know, the next day. Um, yeah, I think it's it's super easy for us to watch this movie and be like, all you have to do is just walk down the hall. They told you not to eat any grapes, <laughs> but you ate the grapes. Like, yeah. So I, th- I don't know. I think that that speaks volumes. 
Yeah, and going back to the doctor, like, he, he made the decision to kill the captive who was getting tortured, who had his hand, like, cut open. Yeah. And he didn't, like... He didn't have to do that because he almost gave himself away doing that. Cause yeah, he would have he, he would have kept he would have kept his cover if he didn't kill, yeah. the the guy. Yeah, but he gave himself away. But he knew it was the right decision. I mean, he was already was suspected pain. because of the the, the ampule and mm-hmm. and the antibiotics. But he easily could have just pegged that on the like they on, stole on Mercedes. Yeah, because yeah. he knew Mercedes was in on it. Because mm-hmm. he was like, "This is the only key," and she's like, "Yeah," and then <laughs> no. Yeah, but yeah, do you think Mercedes made any? Um, right decisions in a difficult moment. I mean, she tried to kill the captain. So yeah. that's like kind of a plus, I guess. But yeah. I don't know. She seemed to kind of like helping out as much as she could, but she didn't really seem like she had any crazy, crazy hard decisions. Like, yeah, she was making a decision to help, like, pretend to help the captain while helping resistance, which is obviously a big decision. But in the moment, it didn't seem like she had any. Any. I'm honestly surprised that she lived. Yeah, right? Like, if yeah. there's anyone who I was like, they're a goner, it was her. Oh, yeah. Because she was so close to I was like, everything that was happening. Yeah, if you're on the inside and you're that close, you're always going to die. Yeah, usually. So it's kind of it's kind of good that she she lived. Yeah, and so how you're saying how the, the fantasy and the reality is linked together. Yeah. Yeah, so what do you think? Do you think that it was in her head? Or do you think... I don't know. It was just sort of... The, the realist in me... Is like, no. But then the part of me, it's just like, that is what makes it such a great movie. Mm-hmm. That is what kind of like gives you that, like, that, you know, that, for lack of a better term, warm, fuzzy feeling at the end <laughs> of the movie. Cause you're like, ah, oh, she did it. Like, yeah. she made it. Like, she succeeded in her quest to, to be reunited with her family in the underworld. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Cause it, it makes them like, if they just didn't have that last like cutscene where they show her like going down and meet, it would be such a morbid ending to that movie. Yeah, it almost you would be like, okay, this girl just got shot and now she's laying there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because they they use color a lot in like the color of the of the scenes to depict like the mood mm-hmm. and how in Ophelia scenes it kept getting darker and darker and darker. Yeah, and at the end it was this bright gold. Yeah, you, you could know? see you could see the camera start to get lighter and everything. All the pic, all the. The objects started to soften up, mm-hmm. and then uh, she kind of, you know, and you could you could even see her at the end. Um, Merce- you see Mercedes over her body, just like weeping and just like in such hysteric rage that you know she just got mm-hmm. killed. Yeah. But you can see Ophelia smile. You can yeah, see her start to smile because like, she's what? like, she's like, oh, I made it! Like I'm, I'm finally here. And then she's like, Ophelia, like, like wake up, wake up! And then yeah, but you're like. No, she's no. <laughs> she made it, you know. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting. Yeah. So, do you got any other questions? Yeah. So we can just finish up questions with this one last one, if you want. Okay. Um. Did you notice like the propaganda differences in in the movie? Um. So it was set in nineteen forty four. So it's like mid to late World War Two. They they reference D Day happening soon. In, in the movie. Yeah, they did. They said that they were going on the beaches, yeah. Yeah. Um, and did you notice how... They didn't explicitly say it, but they, they, they showed what fascism was sort of like. And and how the government controlled everything, and it was militarized, and military was... Yeah, they kept yeah. saying, like, every home exactly. is going to have a fire and, a, and some bread. Yeah, when you, when you 
under our rule, this is the great things you get. And the res- excuse me, the resistance was more geared towards communism because they had all those pamphlets and everything in in the, in their backpacks. So, yeah. So it was almost like this this culture clash that was going on and in they France ca- at the time. They called them like sorry. The, they called them Spain. <laughs> Spain. Did you say France? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we were talking about D Day and the beaches. Yeah, no, yeah. So, um, yeah. you could tell. I'm pretty sure. I, I may have read into this, but they kept calling them the Reds. Yeah, like the communists. Like exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense because a lot of the people that were in in the resistance in the movie were they seem like peasants. Yeah, and peasant people would be more attuned to communism because correct everything everyone, is equal. Everyone would. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. Those are. I don't know. I, so I looked at the. Um, so IMBD gave it a uh, really high rating, an eight point two. Yeah. Which is which is really good. It's just IMBD, it has like a ninety eight on Metascore. It won three Oscars. Um, well, no, it says there's. It, it won so many awards. Yeah, especially a lot of international awards because. Oh, okay, there are three Oscars, and there were ninety five other. Yeah, just awards, mm-hmm. and then it had a hundred nominations. Yeah, it, like this movie was incredible to say the least. Uh, yeah. What score would you give it, Ben? Out of I ten, I don't know. I so I don't like anything. It's like creepy and weird, and this definitely had some creepy and weird aspects to it. It did, but it also had enough of the like fantasy, like it. It wasn't genre to to bring it back. Mm-hmm. I could have done without the dude with the eyes who sliced up babies. If there was like a a, a different task, yeah, I would have. I think I would have been more on board because mm-hmm. the other two tasks were kind of like, yeah, that was the ma- the creepiest were, part. They of were a little cooler. I wonder. I wonder why they made it so creepy. Like it's supposed to be like, like gluttony. You know, like do you know what I mean by that? Like, yeah, I don't. Like a, I don't a, a think visual, so a, though. A visual representation of gluttony. because there's definitely some like it, it had it had to have had a reason because. This creature being obviously killed babies. Yeah. Because you saw it, there's like panels in the glass and mm-hmm. it showed of him like stabbing. Well, maybe not babies, but like young, younger people. And it, but they had little kid shoes too. Yeah, but I mean, she was a little kid. It would be then similar to her shoes, I feel like. I guess that's true So do you too. think that was like all the other children who went through that trial and got caught by that, that creature? Hmm. Do you know? Maybe. I don't know. It was kind of really weird because, like, like I said, it's set in World War Two time that they had the shoes like that. It seemed like a representation almost of the Holocaust in a weird way. Mm, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. Just kind of like the killing of mass. Yeah, mass people. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I feel like there's, I feel like there's a lot of symbolism in this movie. Yeah, that you could, you could get real deep in, but mm-hmm. honestly. I'm just looking at stuff at face value here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was the first time you've seen it, right? Yeah, that was the first time I, I mean, I've I'd, seen it. It's I really like this movie a lot. I I really like uh, symbolism and like allegory and that that sort of stuff. Yeah, I and honestly so think because because it was the original languages in Spanish, mm-hmm. I think I almost I want to say focused more. But because you have to read the subtitles, you get to read all of the dialogue. Yeah, and I think maybe. Well, I know, 100%. You definitely miss things when things are in English. Oh, yeah. And if you read them, you you sometimes can get uh, better details on stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas watching it with, in a different language, 
you get a hundred percent of what is happening, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. Yeah. Did you notice how a lot of the um, the visual effects were similar to other fantasy and other fantasy movies, like Lord of the Rings? Like when she has the golden, when she goes at the end, when she goes to that golden, you know, heaven like place. Yeah. It's kind of like when they're in the Elven Kingdom and Lord of the Rings. The everything, everything is kind of like like tinted gold almost. Yeah, and yeah. Even the people you can even see too. It's like everything is just kind of like. I don't even know the words to describe it. It's like floating, like yeah. gold, like mm-hmm. like a bunch of fireflies almost. Yeah, everything's shimmering. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that does that does resemble a uh, sort of Lord of the Rings esque. Did you notice the mu- did you notice the music at all? I didn't honestly really... not really. It kind of had a a lot of quiet. It was it, yeah. it wasn't it was very subtle. Mm-hmm. Contrasting to you know the John Williams like it's in your Indiana you Jones, know you yeah. know it's there like yeah dun, you know dun, dun, you yeah, know like... we're, you know we're gonna get some adventure because the music's coming on. In yeah. this case, it's just kind of like I think it does more with light. Yeah, and and, and picture than mm-hmm. it does with sound. Yeah, so you know like oh. Everything just got real dark. Like, I like we don't we don't know what's gonna happen here. Or like she opens the wall and you can see they don't sh- they don't even show you what what she's looking at. They show you her, and it, you see the red of the room mm-hmm. like reflecting off of her face. And you're like, oh, this is about to be a, like a yeah. hellish. Did you ever you also notice like throughout the whole movie like there's another use of color throughout the whole movie, everyone's blood was dark. But then at the end, when she got shot, when she was holding her blood, Ophelia, when she was holding her blood at the at the well, mm-hmm. it was this bright red. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, it was this bright red blood, and that dripped down, and yeah. like everything else was almost like non-colored, and then her blood was colored. Yeah, they kind of like. Uh, it was just I don't know, it was just really cool. They washed like, the rest of the. Mm-hmm. And she's she was super pale too, and that yeah, she just died, but. Yeah, but still, yeah, like, it was just interesting how they made that blood that was the sacrificial blood this really red, and all the other blood in the movie was this dark kind of... Yeah. And it almost looked like infected blood, you know, like this black, crusty blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, anyway, what would you give a rating out of 10? At least an 8. I'd say the 8.2 is pretty close for me. Yeah, I mean, I'd go an 8.5 just because yeah. I really like it. I'd go higher. This, this is your movie, so I... I... I agree. There's obviously some bias to it. Yeah. I mean, you love it. Yeah, that's why I like it. It's great. Yeah. All right. We can settle. How about 8.3? Yeah, I'll meet you halfway. All right. 8.3. Yeah, 8.3. I like that. All right. That's that's our rating. An 8.3. 8.3. Highly recommended. Oh, if you haven't watched this movie, um, please do. Just it's a little creepy, um, at certain points. I hate thrillers, and I hate th- where things jump out and try and scare you. This is not one of those movies. No. I mean, the the craziest thing is, um, one, the, the creepy dude who puts his eyes in his palms. Mm-hmm. But it's really not that bad. Um, and the second thing would probably be the uh, Pedro getting tortured. That yeah. that was what? that was kind of grotesque. Was but... it Pedro that got tortured? It doesn't matter. It's the stuttering guy. Whoever yeah, got. regardless, someone got tortured. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so let's I, go it's, over. A, it's a great watch. Yeah, let's go over to, uh, to what we're going to watch for next time. Yeah, so we're going to plug some stuff back in the spreadsheet, like always. And um, unfortunately, uh, Anne had to step out. Mm-hmm. So she is um, not going to be with us. Um, 
for the next podcast. Yeah. So we're only going to put um, Tucker and uh, my recommendations in here. And we'll uh, we'll see what we get. Tucker, what movies uh, do you want to pick? Uh, I want to pick two superhero movies. I mean, you know, comic book superhero movies. Let's go with Deadpool and hmm, Captain America Civil War. Ooh, great picks. All right. And it's I, on Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> I got two movies here you, that you probably never heard of before. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is called Hell or High Water. Yeah. And the second is Hunt for the Wild People. I haven't heard of either of those movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, That'd be pretty interesting. All right. Yeah. So, uh, get a we're, random we're gonna generator. We're going to use the random, random number generator back on the. Uh, <laughs> normally, we get Ann to do the drum roll, but uh, can yeah. you give me a good drum roll? <laughs> Just kidding. That was terrible. All right. Oh, Hell or High Water. Uh, Another one of my movies. That. You tried, though, right? I, did, I didn't try. I didn't try, I swear. Oh, but, uh, it's just funny because you've been talking about this movie like all day. I know, and here it is. But we could do, we could probably do Civil War at Deadpool no, no, next no, week. No, maybe if we yeah, if, if it gets if picked. If it gets picked, yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be a, a one and a, we do not a, a mess two, with a two and three. We, we don't mess with the system. No, we don't mess with the random generator. Absolutely, it's random. It is general generate yeah. generatorized. All right, so guys, next time we're going to talk about Hell or High Water. Um, as always, email in your comments and questions. Yeah, for that movie or. Or what we just discussed today. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find you can email us at not so critical critics at gmail.com. No spaces, yeah. just not so critical critics at gmail.com. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Alright guys, so thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast and we'll see you next time. Bye.